I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Well, you caught me. I am sitting here in my big, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room after an exhausting day of starring in one of the leading grim reality shows on the government-run, godless, communist Chinese television network. Loosely translated, the show is called Tune In and Laugh at American Guys, and it consists entirely of satellite shots that zoom in on guys like me trying to put together three-person porch swing sets imported from China. It is the kind of swing that Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon were sitting on at the end of that movie, Bull Durham. I hope you saw that movie. That's, that's the kind of swing where they're sitting on it, uh, at the end of the movie. Except this is a three-seater. And I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking, why is it, why is it a three-seater? And you know what I think? I think they're trying to mess up American morale by threatening to send communist commissar chaperones to keep an eye on us and screw up our romantic summer evenings on a porch swing. That's what I think. I told you before about my adventures assembling a godless communist Chinese-made outdoor barbecue, right? One that uh, had some of the parts made in Burma, where they don't like us too much either. Now, those instructions included statements like, Should to insert bolt forcefully with included hammer without regard to puncture and finger from doing so, ha ha. <laughs> but uh, this time, the, the godless communist producers of the show, like godless producers everywhere, demonstrated their wholehearted dedication to doing things on the cheap by simply not including the instructions. And that's why... If anybody has an extra Chinese bolt, I would like to swap you for a couple of Chinese nuts. You see, Chinese bolts won't screw into American nuts. And you know the kind of job that takes two guys? Not because there's a lot of weight involved, but you got something that's too floppy or too long to handle both ends yourself. Or you think you can't handle them until your wife smiles and says sweetly, well, why don't you call our next-door neighbor Randy and ask him to help? Not going to happen if you're me. Stand back, woman. I don't need any help. I can do this. So, look, I got both ends of this half-assembled floppy seat, and I'm just about to insert bolt forcefully with included hammer, and something that feels suspiciously like that Chinese bolt made in Burma falls on my foot and bounces away and it's the last one in the box and I'm standing in tall grass at the top of a hill Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's been keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. In Shakespeare's time, mattresses were tied to bed frames with ropes. So if you wanted your mattress firmer, you tightened the ropes. That's where we got the term good night, sleep tight. See? Sleep tight had nothing to do with Jack Daniels. It was the ropes. 
The smart guys in white lab coats recently reported that the only animal that gets headaches is man. I must assume that none of those guys must have a wife or a girlfriend. And the FAA recently had pilots fly airplanes upside down for three hours to determine the effect that that has on a person. And I can tell you from personal experience, I am a pilot and just flying a plane upside down for three seconds can give you such a headache, especially if you're not doing it on purpose. Takes the tails. They take your mind off your mind. You know, People usually think pilots are good mechanics, and that's not necessarily true. And that is why I got to star in Tune In and Laugh at American Guys. The FAA has this rule about pilots fixing their own airplanes. It's very short. Basically, it says, don't. (laughs) Because the FAA knows that most pilots only know stuff like, hey, pull the wheel back and the houses down there get smaller. Push the wheel forward and the houses down there get bigger. Pull the wheel back too far and hold it too long and the houses down there get bigger very fast see anytime you want your plane fixed a government licensed mechanic has to do it and he works on your plane for a while then he calls you up and he says hey i think it should be okay now why don't you come down to the airport and fly around for a while and i'll keep an eye open for you it's you know it's marginally better than the cable companies you know we'll have a repairman in your vicinity sometime between february 24th and the all-star game will somebody be home right actually you know most people don't know very much about pilots at all there aren't very many of us and most of us don't fly airliners or fighter jets we're just ordinary guys who love to fly usually in our little four or six seat airplanes ordinary guys with ordinary lives, just people, with ordinary people problems. There is a personal audio CD about that. It's called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. It's a story about two pilots and a woman. Here's a few minutes of the story. It was midnight. It was windy. It was cold. The coffee was so old that it tasted like it had a crust. There was a familiar smell of aviation gas and dust hanging over the old brown cracked leather couch in the pilot's lounge. You know, most people think of airports, they think of JFK or O'Hare or LAX. Airports, their destinations. But this was just a fuel stop runway in the middle of a trip. A trip that had 500 more miles to go in a little four-seat airplane. that was getting bounced around pretty badly on a raw, nasty, dangerous icy night it should have meant 50 more gallons of gas for the plane and about 10 minutes of rest for the pilot there was just enough light from an old green shaded lamp to trace the out of place tinkle of dangle earrings flickering under long shining soft brown hair she had a soft voice quick smile warm laugh she was slowly running her fingers through her hair when one of her fingernails clicked against some uncomfortable clasp that slowly came undone. She was instantly vulnerable, warm, unprotected. Every mysterious woman I've ever met. She became a quick question mark in the long, everyday story of our lives, my love. You were so far away. 
There were 500 miles of black winter wind and deadly ice between us. And her soft lips were smiling close enough to feel her breath on my cheek. I know trust is forever. I know dreams are for lifetimes. But temptation is a moment out of time. So it has no respect for all of our years. It happened in an instant. The stranger became a lover. You became a stranger, my love. Who was this woman? What's her game? I'm going to find out. I want to see her by the light of day. If nothing else, it'll give me a chance to practice that old game called Keep Away. Voices are shaped like the people who own them. The voice in my headphones just now that said, Park it on the grass next to the blue and white Cessna. Thank you. It was low and quiet and very female. It sounded like it was used a lot for laughing. It was comfortable, confident, and caring. You expect that kind of voice on one of those slow-motion perfume commercials with lots of sensual, soft-focus suggestions. Not on the mostly male sounds of an airport. The last time I heard that voice, it was saying thank you from deep in a tumble of long, shining, dirty blonde hair. Not please come back. Not please stay. Just thank you. I don't know why I'm here if I'm going to play the keep away game. I guess the answer is right behind this door. Rooms you've only seen by the light of an old cold stove in the middle of a cold winter night look different in the daytime. Today, this is a family room. It's the family of people who love to fly. Mostly, but not always, their name is Pilot. Some families are bound together by blood or love or money. This family is held together by the love of the sky and the respect and joy that the members share with each other. They have a uniform. It's mostly leather jackets and jeans and baseball caps with sunglasses. Talk is easy, familiar, and friendly. Her smile is businesslike. She's explaining the use of flaps to a student pilot. He doesn't seem to care that she is bent over his chart so close to him that he must be able to feel her body warmth. She's the only woman in the room. I can still taste her and smell her and feel her. Ten minutes with her cost me the woman I've loved all of my grown-up life. And I don't know if she somehow knew that I'd be back or if she was afraid I might come back. I don't even know if she cares either way. I don't want to care if she cares. But the answer is in her voice. I didn't know if you'd be back, she says. Thank you.
Ah, she was beautiful, that woman. And smart. And more mysterious than any woman that pilot ever met. And she took over his life. It seems like without even trying. That kind of thing happens at little airports. It happens. It happened. That's part of the personal audio CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, or if you'd like to know the rest of the story, just go to DickSummer.com, download it from the Love Comes When You Least Expect It icon on the homepage. I guess most American guys have appeared on that godless communist grim reality show trying to put stuff like my swing set together. And most of us have inserted that bolt forcefully with included hammer without regard to puncture and finger from doing so. Ha ha. <laughs> but I was just thinking about the guys who make this stuff. Not, not the godless communist big guy producers. I mean, I'm talking about the ordinary guys, guys like you and me. Besides the swing set in my backyard and the barbecue grill on my back deck, some ordinary Chinese guy made the little Christmas tree lights that I string on my tree every year. And chances are, he doesn't really know anything about Christmas or what it is or why little lights have anything to do with it. You know, he's just showing up for work every day, putting in his 10 or 12 hours, sticking those little bulbs in those tiny sockets. Now, I'll bet his, his fingers must hurt by the time he leaves the factory and he goes out and breathes that dirty air that we all saw during the Olympics. I wonder if he knows how it feels to toss some burgers on that grill, have a bunch of friends over on a 4th of July celebrating freedom by drinking beer and laughing and telling corny jokes and, and watching the fireworks at night. You know, the Chinese guy's neighbor probably made those fireworks. But the 4th of July and, and that idea of freedom, you know, that's something that he's probably doesn't understand. I was thinking about that Chinese guy, you know, working his fanny off to make the bolt that's sitting somewhere in the tall grass in the back of my house. And I started thinking about what Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, always says. He says, watch out, because non-judgment day is coming. So, little ordinary Chinese guy who made the bolt I lost... Maybe you'd like to know that my lady wonder wench and I got to rock gently back and forth watching the fireflies one night on the on the swing that you made. And she likes her burgers almost raw. I like mine medium. And that barbecue you made sizzles them just right. If you lived around here, I'd be glad to flip one for you. And I know where I can get some Chinese Kirin beer, and, and there's plenty of room in our cooler for yours. See, American guys like to share stuff like that. And you know what would be really good? I hope that someday you get to walk into a room full of the scent of a real Christmas tree and see the lights you made on the tree and listen to jingle bells and silent night and hear the little kids laughing and tearing the pretty paper off of their presents. I, I know the guy down the block from you probably made the paper and, <laughs> and the toy inside too, and, and thanks for that. Maybe you don't know it, but while you're tuned in and laughing at us American guys trying to put the stuff that you made together, there's there's something you should understand. We know it was your other buddy across the street from you who made the fireworks that help us celebrate our freedom. And look, from one ordinary guy to another, hang in there. Maybe someday, I hope 
we'll get to share that with you too. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.